Future trading involves risk and is not suitable for all investors. Content provided in this segment is meant for educational purposes and is not a solicitation to buy or sell commodities. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ever Ag Podcast. Today on Market Talk, we have got Mr. John Spainhauer, who has been a broker with Rice Dairy, which was first and now Ever Ag for what, 10 plus years now, John? Oh, uh, almost 17. Almost 17 years. So we've got a lot of good information coming from John. He's been in the, in the industry for a long time. And we are going to talk about the GDT auction, the global dairy trade auction that just got done uh, this morning. And I guess, John, the first question that I have for you is, um, can you talk about the, the GDT trend and what's been happening recently in the past couple of auctions? You bet, Code Diddle, and thanks for having me on the program today. Um, this was our uh, bi-weekly auction on the GDT, um, and what we have seen happening over the course of the last three to four months is that we have been um, kind of in this perpetual state of moving higher on the GDT. Um, we are now, uh, up until this week, we saw the whole milk powder price go to highs that we haven't seen in almost over five years. Um, and it's just kind of been in that perpetual uh, state of moving higher. And then on this auction today, uh, what we saw was the whole milk powder price kind of pull back. And I, I guess I would say to people, um, if we look at the last auction, not today's, but the one from two weeks ago, we saw home milk powder prices go over 21% higher. Um, and so to see it pull back 6% today, roughly, uh, really, I don't, uh, there are some people that'll say, well, that's the end of the trend. And that's possible. We'll have to wait to see. But my sense of things is, is that um, th- we got a little overheated on the last auction. And there were some things that have happened between now and then. We can talk about that in a minute. But it kind of brought a little bit of uh, sell side or a l- maybe kind of took the bid out of the whole milk powder market on this auction. And prices retreated just a little bit. But overall, um, still banging out, um, you know, hanging out in this in this higher price tier um so it's it, i would look at today's auction or i would look at the the relative trend as being a market that's telling us there is a significant amount of demand out there in the international market and that as of right now i would say that the you know we tend to think that that trend is going to continue so hitting on that a little bit, John, and this is kind of a two-part question, but if you look at the butter price and the nonfat price of what we just saw happen on the auction, it is you know a lot higher than what we're seeing in the States right now. Can you hit on that a little bit? And then also explain, if I was a U.S. dairy producer, why is it important for me to focus on that and watch the GDT auction or, or at least know a little bit more about it going forward? It's a great question, Cody, and uh, I guess I would frame it in the sense to say that, um, at least in the way that I tend to look at markets and several people in our company and the way we look at markets is that there's kind of a relative value to the price of dairy products. Um, Certainly, there are some geographic... 
some great geographic advantages that one locale may have or a geographic disadvantage or the product is a little bit different. But in general, we would tend to look at it to say that, um, you know, there, there's, there should be a very strong relationship between the price of New Zealand skim milk powder, the price of European skim milk powder and the price of U.S. skim milk powder or non-fat, if you will. And we'd say that there should be a very strong relationship between those. So, and, and we would also look at that through the lens of butter as well. We know that it's not always going to be one-to-one. Certain products are going to have a bigger price spread than others. But also, we, we expect the idea that uh, buyers themselves, uh, when and where possible, are going to take advantage of those price differences and kind of bring prices to equilibrium. So to answer your question... Um, to say, uh, why should a U.S. dairy producer care or somebody involved with U.S. dairy markets care about what just happened in New Zealand? What I would say is it's signaling to us um, that there is demand out here at higher prices than we're trading right now. If we were to look at S&P prices on today's auction, uh, they were roughly unchanged, you know, call it 1% higher. That comes in roughly about 152 a pound for skim milk powder. If we look at the current U.S. nonfat price right now, we settle today at 117 and a quarter. So there's a pretty healthy price spread in there, um, almost 32 cents. Um, so I guess I would look at that to say, does that mean that the U.S. price has to go to 153 or 152? And I would say. Not really, but what it does tell me is is that we should, and I say should, when and where possible, have quite a few, quite a bit of interest from the export market looking to exporters trying to buy our product at cheaper prices than what they can find in New Zealand. Um, if we look over to the butter price right now, we would say that that price registers in somewhere around you know, just north of 250, um, in some cases 257, 262 on the front end prices. If we were to look at that and compare that to the U.S. right now, even though the U.S. price has made a, a pretty significant appreciation um, over the course of the last, you know, call it the course of the last year from its bottom, we're at 171. And you say, boy, that's a, a really healthy price increase from a dollar. Um, it's still significantly cheaper than what we're seeing trade in New Zealand and Europe. And what that suggests to us is, is that somewhere in here, we're going to see um, exporters when and where possible. Of course, there are constraints to it, but we'll see exporters come in and try to buy uh, U.S. butter and fat, if you will, and try to move that offshore. And what we, the way I look at this is to say, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think butter prices are going to 250. But what I think we can say is, is that there's a significant amount of support down here and or at this one up here at this 170 level, I guess is the way to look at it. A significant amount of support up here in this 170 level, and potentially quite a bit of upside. I would say the same thing for non-fat as well, that what the market is signaling to us is uh, maybe we don't have to scream higher, but it does tell me there's a significant amount of support down here. Um, and then that, that would be the way that if I was a, a dairy producer right now in the U.S., I would be looking at our prices and saying, um, boy, I, I really feel like there's a chance for prices to move higher. And if I was a 
buyer here in the U.S., I think I would be forced to start looking at the U.S. markets as um, even though they're higher than they have been in the last year and maybe seasonably a little out of whack in terms of what we would think of where prices could be right now, I, I think as a U.S. buyer, I have to kind of focus in and say, boy, may, maybe the world market is showing us something. So that, that's a great explanation on that, John. I greatly appreciate that. Speaking on higher prices and exports, you know, you and I talked about it a little bit this morning, but the cheese equivalent, what we're seeing, their price on cheese is still higher than ours is, correct? That'd be correct. If we look at the last auction, I think that that dialed in, uh, you know, on average, call it about 195 on their last auction. Um there was no cheese offered on this auction, so and it's a, bit, a little bit of an anomaly to see that happen. Um, still looking into why that was the case, but there just wasn't any cheese that was offered on this auction, so we didn't see um, any change uh, because of that. But coming into this auction, we would say that their cheese price is higher than ours, and European cheese prices are higher than ours as well. So from a cheese export situation, um, probably some pretty decent opportunities to move some stuff offshore. Uh, but the cheese export opportunities at this moment, at least on the block side, probably aren't as great as the butter or nonfat export opportunities. Okay. Awesome. Well, John, I greatly appreciate the insight and I know our, our listeners do also. Um, <clears throat> for anybody wondering, the GDT auction is generically every other Tuesday so maybe in the future we can try to have John on, you know, bi-weekly or something like that. If you'd like to get a hold of John, we're going to link his contact information in the episode description below. You can hit him up with any, uh, you know, personalized questions that you have about the GDT or about markets in general and, and kind of take it from there. But with that, John, man, I greatly appreciate you being on today. Thank you, Code Diddle. And uh, we look forward to having you visit our office sometime again in the near future. The very near future, my friend. Thank you.